to say because your Instagram picture, I was gonna put like, are you gonna be in the next uh, higher learnings? But I didn't want to say. <laughs> yes, yes. You can throw I didn't want to say you look like you look like the new age Remy. I didn't want to say that because I don't want to get you mad. So I, was just I don't like, care, man. I don't. Let care. me I calm care. down. It's okay. I love that call- movie, by the way. That's a good movie. It's a great movie. It's it's funny how it's twenty five years ago and it's today. Yeah, it's still the same thing. I guess. Uh, this is the podcast that uh, myself and M grads are, are, are doing. Um, finally. Finally. It's been a long time coming, but finally we, we are both in this uh, place to talk and we can discuss these things. And I mean, honestly, let's just start off with the, the first topic of discussion here. Luka oh, Doncic, God. the oh, hate. My. Let's, 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 what, let's be what real. Hate, what hate? Tell me what hate. Uh, you're right, actually. There is no hate. People are putting Thank him you. in God status already. I'm not there yet. I'm not. Me I'm not, neither. He's not Steve Nash. He's not Manu. He's not any nope. of these people that everybody thinks he is already. He's not. No, no, no. No, no, no. James Harden. Yeah, no. They said get, James get Harden. Get out of here. Get out of here, man. <laughs> Don't start with this. It's First of all, it's preseason. Second of all, they played against what? Was it an Australian team? Is that what it was? Beijing. Steph, Beijing. Steph Marbury's Beijing. OP. Ducks. Ducks. Yes. Okay. Either way, they didn't play against NBA talent here. And secondly, uh, <laughs> it doesn't matter if he was. If he, People can have, like, Mar- uh, Michael Beasley looks like an all-star in a game a season, right? Like, that just right. happens. Because the team is, you know, in New York. They partied last night real hard. And the next morning they get up and they don't want to play defense on him. So, like... I, for me to sit here and say that Luka Doncic is going to become any of these players, I think is really optimistic, super, like, outrageously optimistic. So I, I think we're actually more on the same page than we think. I still think he's going to be a good basketball player. I just don't think he's going to be 20-time I mean, all-star, all-NBA. No. you got to be good to do what he's done at his age. Nobody said he's exactly. weak. I've always said he was good. I'm just saying it's not him I have a problem with. It's the people yes. who say th- like say things like it's the it's it's this pushing of what they want him to be. It's like, dude, give Jokic that credit. You know, he was a forty-first pick. You know, like he should be talked about. How you guys are talking about Doncic? They built that whole team around uh, Jokic. That whole team is built around Jokic. Jokic, sorry. You know what I'm saying? Like, and then they gave him all that money. So my thing is like, is like you gotta. And then if you watch his games, I don't know, man. He just looks like he's in, like treading in cement. I'm sorry, he's just got slow feet to me. So yeah, I, when he when he like, and the thing is, is like th- these guys don't know what they're doing. NBA players read all the clips, they hear all the hype, they follow me. So I'm just saying, like, they're seeing all this stuff about Doncic that everybody's saying, and they're seeing me go at him. Like, dude, it has nothing to do with anything except that you guys are hyping him too much. Yes, he can play. He got MVP of the Euro League at 19, okay? Nobody said he's sorry. It's just that you guys are talking about he's the second coming. Like, get <laughs> get yeah. out of here. Yeah, Not you guys, Not but, you know, all the other guys who have NBA in their handle. They all think like that. Yeah, no, I like that tweet. I honestly have, have debated just removing that from my name. However, then I would – I'm pretty sure that Twitter just 
unverifies you if you change your Oh, yeah, username. you got to send it an email. Just change it to Olive Maroney Big 3. There we go. There we go. I should change That's it. That's way I more competitive. Should. That's way more competitive. I, mean, I hate the th- NBA tagline. I don't – you know the reason I changed it originally is because there was another guy with the exact same username as me, except oh, wow. uh, instead of an E, it was a 3. And so people, like, when you typed it in originally, it uh-huh. would show up as him first, and it was, like, a copied account. Like, it was my picture – my profile, oh, wow. like everything. So I changed it so that people knew that that wasn't me. That was You're the famous. only reason. And then, yeah, now it's like, I don't really know what to do. But beside the point, Luka Doncic, I think he's going to be a good player. You know, I think if you can draft a guy, this is the thing that I was saying why I liked it for both teams. Atlanta, they needed a guy that could be like the go-to number one option. Uh playmaking, scoring, just all the talent. And people can ride with, like in Atlanta, you can get behind Trey Young, I think, more than you can a Luka Doncic. Exactly. He's, you know, quote-unquote undersized, you know, the, the whole thing, the storyline is great on top of the way that he plays. But I think for Luka, like going into that Maverick system with a guy like Dirk and you got HB and you got other guys, Wes Matthews, you know, you go down the list of guys, they got a ton of like vets, guys who know the game, um, and then you have DSJ right next to him who's athletic and almost polar opposite of what Doncic does well, in my opinion. Like, exactly. Doncic's a playmaker. He can find guys open. But, you know, I, these guys thinking he's going to be 20-plus points a night, I don't, I don't think you've seen enough Doncic to understand that probably isn't happening. Because as you mentioned, he's not, he's not quick. Like, he isn't the fastest kid on the block by any means. I mean, right. even your league guys are saying like, yeah, it it's difficult to guard him when he's six seven and you're six three, like just the size and length advantage is too much. But when dudes are six ten like Durant and going on a guy like Doncic, which you know that could happen. Durant's like seven one. I, I I know I know, but you know he's like seven. But yeah, it, it doesn't matter. It my point is when they're bigger and taller than you and faster and more athletic there's a completely different dimension that the, the he's going to have to play. And I just don't think that people understand that quite yet. No, they don't. They, they really don't. don't. They don't. There's nobody who does, really. I mean, there's a lot of people. I wrote this article for this purpose. I talked to a bunch of players that played against Doncic in the EuroLeague. And, like, guys like Eric McCollum are like, look, he's good. Don't get me wrong. Like, yes, he won the EuroLeague MVP. Just the stuff that you just mentioned to me. But he said, like, if he's your team's number one option – you're not making the playoffs. Like Dude. you can, you can pull that, like take that ad out right now. Exactly. Like, no, no disrespect to him. He's just not athletic enough to get his own shot. And for that reason, like you, you can't rely on him as a scorer. He's a great playmaker. He, he's good decision maker. He's pretty mature, but like, he's got to get some of that baby fat off. He's got to like play against NBA level talent for a few years. But he, and he said like the perfect role for him is to be a third option on a team. If he was the third option on a team, he said that they could be a championship contender. That was kind of his quote or whatever. But like, I agree with him to an extent, like Eric's seen him play. He's played in the early forever. Like he gets it. Um, but there's a lot of guys like that. A lot of guys who have question marks about him. Uh, Dylan Ennis, who plays for, who played in like Greece and a couple other places last year said this pretty similar stuff. Like, look, he's, he's dope. Like his moves and the way he passes the ball and stuff. He's great. But like, let's be real. Uh, Euro League, we've got guys that are 
you know, five foot ten, five foot eleven, balling out too. So like, exactly. Hey, this is a totally different game, man. You're just not going to win. So that's I don't know. I just uh, the Doncic stuff is 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 tiring. It's really bad. It, the preseason takes. I saw so many people yesterday, uh, or the day before yesterday, during the preseason game. Oh man, here we go, Doncic City. Uh, you know the, all the all the, the different nicknames that come out. Um, I don't know, man. They and, just oh, want. They as just if want. This guy wasn't good at basketball, and people didn't they, know that. I know, like, right? Come on. They just. They just want. They just want him to, to do good, so they can be like, "See, I told you so." I told you listen, so. Just listen. Anything that he does is going to get amplified, and anything that Trey does is going to be like, uh, "Well, whatever." His team sucks. He yeah. needs to do that. And then Doncic, oh my God, he had eleven points, seven rebounds, and six. But then we say what Alonzo, what Lonzo Ball was doing last year, they're going to be like, "Oh, it's not the same. Lonzo's a bust." But it's just like, yeah. Do you see now the narratives are different for 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 Doncic? I honestly wouldn't be shocked if Lonzo and Doncic end up in sort of the same career mold. Honestly, I'm not trying to be rude or disrespectful. See, that's why I I be tending not to do podcasts with people because when you say things like that, it's just like what Lonzo Ball can play, man. Lonzo Lonzo Ball, Lonzo Ball's defense is very underrated. Okay, super underrated. What a lot of people don't know. And give him three or four years before you start saying because he will control and dominate games, like on both ends. Trust me. If you watch him play in high school, which everybody says that's why, that's high school and NBA are closer than college because college is completely different. Half and all that college system BS. I don't want to hear that. So here we go. Even in college, Lonzo though, Ball, Duke huh? Ball. Even in college. Oh, I know. You could tell. Well, I mean, it was the same. Well, I mean, they pretty much ran the same system. Get it? Do whatever you want. Anyways, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, um, he's going to be really, 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 really good. Okay? They're trying to say, oh, this, that, the third. He's going to do – no. Trust me. He's going to be fine. Okay? They're, and the thing I don't like is people saying we should trade him now. Like, dude, LeBron will be gone in four years. Yeah. Lonzo will be 25 in four years. 24. 24, 25 in four years. It's like, so you're really going to tell me you're going to trade – you're going to – and then you're not going to – LeBron, I'm sorry. Father time catches everybody. LeBron might play till he's 40, but LeBron's not playing 38 minutes a game this year, okay? He's playing 30 to 32, yeah. 34 tops, okay? So, I'm just saying, like – I'm just saying, like, people need to stop with that narrative. Alonzo Ball, like, they don't like his dad and that and that, and that clouds their judgment over, over him. But just wait. I mean, 10-7-7 is a bust. Like, that's a bad year. Like, come on, dude. 10, 7, and 7. Like, get out of here. And then wait till he's – I'm just saying, wait till he comes back. Everything's going to change. Everything's Rondo's way better than Lonzo. Like, all right, we save Rondo the playoffs. And that's when you should bring him out. Just let Rondo chill to the playoffs, and then he'll be fine. I mean, yeah. It's just like – it's crazy that people think that – I mean, Lonzo Ball is elite. Elite. He'll, you'll see why. I mean, Jason Tatum is obviously a better scorer and got way more wiggle and way more swag to his game on offense, but Lonzo does it on defense. Lonzo does everything. Everything. I so, have firsthand knowledge. I've seen this oh dude. God. I, no, I'm serious. I was at UCLA practice uh, tournament, like the, the first round and second round in Sacramento. Oh, yeah. 
and I'm watching UCLA go through practice, and Lonzo's by himself shooting shots up on one half of the court, and then his team starts coming out, and like one by one, you see his teammates gravitate towards what he's doing. Now they all shooting the same shots. Now they're all following up. They're shooting the same same jumpers. And then he moves to the other side of the court. This is like 10, 15 minutes around and shoot around. He moves to the other side of the court where nobody's on. And the dudes start moving over to him again. So to me, like that's like nonverbal for me to like see like these guys respect him. And he's like a just a genuinely good dude, it seemed like. That's what that's what it seemed like to me. Now when I saw him play. Like, if you talk to multiple Pac-12 guys, like guys who played in the Pac-12 against him, whatever, he was the hardest guy to plan for because you never knew if he was going to shoot or pass. And, like, to to defend a guy like that takes a certain type of guy. And there's just none like that in, in college. Like, college, you just don't – you don't see much good. I'm going to put it to you like this. There's a reason why guys who've been watching basketball, like certain scouts that I respect, been watching basketball in California for 40 years, saw Jason Kidd, Baron Davis – all of them say he's one of the best players they've ever seen play. His period. vision is incredible. His vision, no, all. his vi- like he sees things that I, you know, doesn't matter where you are on the court, you can't see. Like he, he has when, some really when special. Lonzo comes special back, talent. When Lonzo comes back, put LeBron at the four, and let Lonzo take the one and just take over. They yeah. will, they they will be running, dude. It's, it's this is why. Hey, let's move into this really quick though. This is why I love. Coach. On the Lakers. Lakers. This is why I love what is going on with the Lakers right now. Because okay. I think I okay, so first of all, I think that LeBron, Magic, this is just my opinion. I don't know if it's true. Okay. I think LeBron, Magic, Rob, they're all on the same page. LeBron says, I'm no longer like I, I don't want to be that guy who's like, yo, get me another star, yo, get me this, yo, get me that. You guys do what's best for the, the organization for now and for the future. And I think he's learned from his past of like all right, let's go get Kevin Love. Let's re-sign him to a big money deal. Let's get my boy Tristan Thompson. Let's re-sign him to a big money deal. I think he's learned that, you know, over time, you just can't keep doing it that way. Because, like, you saw this last season with Cleveland. It just didn't work. Like, they nope. would. But, Dude, like, they're going to be so bad this year. They burnt, oh. But he did some of that. Like, I don't care what – like, I'm not trying to blame him completely because it's not just him. It's his teammates. It's the coaching staff. I think the coaches definitely needed to be better than what they were. But I think that's one thing. Secondly, after seeing what I saw last night in the preseason game, I'm all in on Lakers entertainment, fun, fast. Yeah, that's all it is. Basketball. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to cut you. Sorry to cut you, but I'm sorry. But two things, that Lakers game kind of, ooh, I, I hope they get it together second game because – I mean, it's obviously it's the first preseason game, LeBron and everything. They're all excited. But, man, Denver came out and, man, yeah. they Denver made a statement. And I know it's preseason, but those guys, dude, everybody who played last night for Denver until, like, the last five minutes of the game, they were really – that's the team. So, I'm just saying, like, yo, like, Denver came out and made – I know it's preseason, but that team is going to be a – I don't know if they're going to – I'm not saying they're going to beat Golden State. I'm not. I'm not going that far, but they are going to be a problem in the in the in the in the league this year. Yeah, like straight up. And then when it comes back, if he fits in, if he transitions in perfectly, and 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 uh, I don't know if Michael Porter Jr. should come back this year. Man, if he comes back, I'm telling you, dude, 
man, if he comes back like even eighty five percent, yeah, like, but yeah, I'm just saying like they're scary. That's Very a good scary. Team. That's a really good team, and, and no, no disrespect to them at all. I'm just saying like from the Lakers standpoint, it just looked like they like this is going to be fun to watch. Like whether or not they win games or lose games, like the way that they played, to me, like there were some moments there that you were just like, all right, this is like it felt like showtime. I'm not trying to be like cliche or whatever, but like it just feels like that that swagger is back or whatever you want to call it, mojo, whatever. Oh yeah, I got uh, you. And LeBron, LeBron is a huge part of that. But I don't know, man. We we might Lakers. I'm not Luke Walton. I'm not. I don't know. I'm not sold. Um, really not. But we'll see. Like it's dangerous. I mean, what you did with the Warriors. I mean. <laughs> What anybody could have done that. I'm it's just dangerous. saying in basketball. It's dangerous. I'm just saying, like, that's kind of scary. I like that they're sticking with him. I hate when teams just go like, all right, we had you for one year. Uh, you know, we were all bought in, and it just didn't work out. It's like, well, yeah, but you got to let these guys develop a little bit. Like, this is a pretty young team. I, I'm not ready to be like, yo, Walton out. But, like, at the same time, you're right. There has to be some I, – I think there's yeah. got to be – it's got to be a little bit of a hot seat at some point. I know, especially with LeBron. You can't you can't go, like, 41 and 41 no. with LeBron or 42 and 40. Like, you you got to make the playoffs. You have to. I, I, so, think they, I think they can. I think they can for sure, especially in the Western I, Conference. I mean I, I mean, I hope they can. Like, the West is, like, crazy. Um I'm not. I'm not saying that they can't, but the West is crazy, and Denver, man, they're gonna be a tough out. I mean, Minnesota. I don't know all this stuff with Minnesota's Jimmy going done, on. Minnesota's done, man. Yeah, I don't. I'm not rolling. I'm not rolling at all. Um, yeah. What do you think about that? What's? I mean, oh, man, how deep do you want to get on this? Well, I knew Jimmy was gonna have a problem. With those, with with those two, when he got there, because not that it's their fault, but uh, especially Wiggins, dude, the hype on Wiggins when he came in was like, man, I was there for all that. Like the the, the Wolves had never had like a midnight madness. When Wiggins and Zach came, that's what that's what they did, and the whole crowd was Wiggins. I mean, I mean, like. He averaged 17 his, his rookie year. Like, the next year he averaged, I think, 20, and then he averaged 23.6 last year. Like, people say he's a bust. I wouldn't say he's a – he's not a bust at all. It's just that, like, I mean, his – The expectations were – The expectations like, I think they ridiculous. put too high on him. Way too high. Way too high. He was on the cover but, of, what, Sports Illustrated, like, freshman year at Kansas or whatever. Uh, people were pointing at him as the next lost. LeBron, all this stuff. Like – Yeah, I don't – I'm not a – I mean, his athleticism is something I've never seen. Yeah. But, but there are whispers out of Minnesota that he's talking about his legs are tired already. Yeah. And that's Tibbs. That's the only person it can be. And like, man, I don't know. Like, I love Cat's game. I'm not gonna lie. Like, I think Cat is worth every penny. Like, I really do. I just, I just, man, I just, I hope it works out because. I don't know. Those are just, they're all like Wiggins is like quiet and doesn't say anything. Cat is very like, loves the spotlight on him. And Jimmy's like, I work for everything that I got. 
I'm not supposed to be here. You know, you guys are the number one picks. You guys had everything set up for you. You know, life has been easy for you guys. You guys have never had to get it about the mud. Yep. Ever. It's like, kind of true, though. I mean, th- this is the new day and age of basketball. These guys. Right. And then Jimmy's, Jimmy's like, exactly. And Jimmy's like, man, you guys are soft. You guys don't play hard enough. Like, there's no way with all the hype. I got two number one picks. How are we not winning the game in the playoffs? How was Clint Capella outplaying you, Cat? You know, Wiggins, where were you? You know, it's like, and, and that's what Jimmy's on. I'm on so, Jimmy's. T- I'm on Jimmy's side in this whole conversation. I right. Think it's, I think it's ridiculous. I mean, and it's just like things could have been handled completely different, but like Tibbs, Tibbs is not pop, and they treat Tibbs like he won five championships. Yeah. Like, the, he's another one who's mad overrated. Like, why is he getting all this? Why does he get all this power? You know what I'm saying? Like, dude, nobody like. I mean, the fact that he got a GM role and a coaching role. No, he's the president. Yeah, he's yeah, not yeah. The GM. Scott Layden's the 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 yeah, body. Well, that, yes, that, but that we all know position. we know who we all know who's pulling the strings is what I'm trying to yeah, say. Yeah, who's calling the shots exactly? Yeah, and him yeah. not trying to trade Jimmy now. It's like, dude, if I'm Stop. Jimmy, I'm, hey, I, I'm chilling. Take a year off. I don't put anywhere and tear on my body. I'm good. Yeah. I come back next year. I sign a five year deal. I'm from 29 to 34, which is my prime. That's your prime. People don't know that. Basketball, your prime is 29 to 34. Yeah. That's when you're your peak peak physical condition. All and, you do. Right. All, if you're Jimmy, all you do is you play. I think there's a stipulation. I think you have to play. I want to say it's like 10 or 15 games, something like I, I, I Correct me if I'm wrong, but it's something like you have to fulfill your to, – to be eligible for free agency in 2020. 2019, apologize. He will have to play X amount of games, and I was I was talking to a uh, an agent about this, and he was like, "If I was Jimmy's agent, I would be telling this guy to play the minimum amount of games to fulfill that contract, and then I would say I'm done. Like, no, nah. see you exactly. later. Exactly. And then you, no, then exactly. you literally ride it out. Take take the pay cut, whatever whatever they want to find you, take it. And then at the end of the season, you can leave. You can go wherever you want to." And you don't have the team dictating where you're going to go. No, exactly. But my whole thing is like, I'm with Steven Jackson, not as verbatim, but it's like, why would Wiggins' brother, why would Wiggins, like, dude. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Don't, don't, like, what are you doing? That you're, like, you're causing even more issues. You don't have to take the fade. Like, Jimmy going to come to me about that. Yeah. Like, talking about some hallelujah. Like, dude, come on, man. Like, you just, that, they're just certain things. That's what the Twitter, man. Like, you don't think that the dude, like, Jimmy's got to work with your brother. And, like, yep. dude, Minnesota's small. Can't do that, man. All Can't Jimmy got to do is go to the club one night. You go definitely going to be there. Yep. You know, it's like, what, 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 I mean, Jimmy doesn't go out. But I'm just saying, like, all he need to do is just go out one night. And, like, what's going to happen? You're going to say, you're going to look at Jimmy, come on, oh, man, bro, I didn't mean it like that. I mean, come on, man. You know, we cool. It's yeah. Just like, it's just like, uh. Yep. Wow. There's not many players like Jimmy in the NBA anymore, though. So that's I just got a text. Part. I just got a text saying the Wolves just posted a, a picture that said day ones, and it's with Carl Towns and Andrew Wiggins. <laughs> Dude, the Wolves are so bad. They have no the idea fact what doing. they really, really screwed up royally, oh. I think, on not only the trade, um, but I think they've just done a bad job. I mean, look. Dude. I, 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 look, there's all these people out there with the Derrick Rose stands, like they love Derrick Rose and everything. 
But I'm telling you right now, if it were me and I was running that ship, I would be running Tyus Jones to the ground. And I'm not trying to say that in a bad way, but I think that that guy can actually play. And the Thank fact you. that the fact that they literally barely he barely sniffs the court is absurd. No, I know. Well, I mean, you got Derek. You're paying Jeff Teague. Jeff Teague, a bunch of money, million dollars, nine. Play mediocre point guard. For no, 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 no. See, I watch all the Wolves games. Okay, don't know why, but I do. And um, last year, like when Jeff Teague got hurt and then Ties took control, the team ran so much smoother, and they won. I think they won every game he was out, and or they had like eight and two. I don't know how many games he's. I think he's out ten, eleven games. I think they're like eight and three or nine and two, something crazy like that. And with Tyus running, and he came back early because he's like, yo, Tyus is getting off. Like, man. Yep. And then they came back and he started. And then I think they lost the first game he came back. So I'm just like, man, it's just people don't get it. You know, you go with what's hot. You ride the wave. And people don't ride their waves right. And it's just like, <clears throat> I saw Glenn Taylor in the summer league, and he, he remembered me. He was like, oh, what's going on? And I wanted to say something to him. Like, man, let me come. Please let me come help you out. <laughs> you know, but it's just like, it's just like, dude, like, you're giving Tom Thibodeau carte blanche. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's got veto yeah, power. Like, this isn't Greg Popovich. No. This isn't Phil Jack- even Phil Jackson, who, like, the last dude. few years in New York, I get it. But, like, you know, he had a resume, right? Tom Thibodeau hasn't gone to an NBA Finals uh, except for when he was with the Celtics as an assistant. Let's be real here. Like, No, that, I know. It, no. It's, it's really insane. Dude, no, no, and listen. people hold him to this high – Hi, dude. Uh, I think they realize now that it's they not have all to. great. He pushes guys way too hard. He plays them way too much. And I think on top of it, now you really see the problem when you hire this guy as a president, and he goes out and gets all of his old boys, and the, and and that hasn't worked out. Like I'm not. Dude. I'm sorry. I I like. Look, I like me some Derrick Rose. I wouldn't mind him as a backup point guard. I don't really mind. But if he's your starting point guard to start the season when you've got Tyus and you've got a guy like Jeff Teague at least, like to me, there's a red flag right there in and of itself. You have a young team with Carl Anthony Towns and Andrew Wiggins, and if you're going to go that route, why the heck are you not going with a young point guard too? Like you have to – this should be a five-year plan. You shouldn't just like go out and just try and get wins right away if you've got all these young pieces. That's my personal opinion. I hate when teams just say, all right, Screw the young player, you know, let's go out and let's get ourselves an established veteran who's going to play well for a few years and ride the ship with us so we can go 40 and 40. What does that purpose serve? I don't, I don't know, man. I don't understand what the Wolves are doing. I never have. Um, that's what one of those – it's a family organization in every sense of the word. Um yeah, it's um, bad, man. It's, just, it's not it's, good there. It's just no, not it's good. really not. It's really not. It's not a good. It's not a good culture, at all. Yeah. Like it's really not. And I mean, Glenn Taylor's trying, but I mean, he's dude. He, he went from the owner that didn't spend any money to paying Andrew Wiggins and Carl Towns. Well, it's okay. I was right. I sent out. A, I I know I was right because I, I told this firsthand. But I'm saying like. Carl Anthony Towns' contract is worth 160 million, I think 150 something. But if he makes for any of the NBA teams, I think next year or the year after, he gets that 30 million dollar kick in. Yeah. So that means that brings it up to 190 million. Okay, like he's, I mean, but still he's getting like 30, 40, 30 something million dollars a year. But uh, 
that's like 300 if he he's going to make it. So the 337 million between those two like come on, bro. Like I'm not rolling with that. Like no they're not going to win any rings in 5 years and you're paying them all that money to do what? To yeah. get you to playoffs maybe one or two times. Like what else are you going to do to combat that? What are you going to put around those guys? You know, what what can like in the playoffs that's where you earn your money and like what did Wiggins and Carl Towns do in the playoffs? That would make you be like, you know what? I'm going to put all my cards behind them. Or yeah. am I tripping? Am I tripping? Because, I, I mean, I don't know. No, like, look. Clint Capella outplayed Carl Towns. Yeah. If you believe in guys, though, I get it. Like, Andrew Wiggins' contract at the time, you're sitting there like, all right, he's 23. He's athletic. He posts up, like, 20 points a night. We can count on him. He's not, like, efficient, really. But, like, yeah, we can count but- on him. He's a decent NBA player. You know, his ceiling is probably higher than a lot of other guys at that age. So let's just see what we got. Let's roll the dice. We have the money anyways. Let's throw it at him. Now, then you throw money at Carl Anthony Towns, and you don't throw money at Jimmy Butler. That's where I start scratching my head. If you're going to go this route, though, you have to be fully bought into it. You have to be. That's where my problem is. It's like if you're going to go with these young guys and invest the future in them, put guys around them that are in the same trajectory as they are. And Derrick Rose is on the tail end of his career. Uh, Jeff Teague got a couple more years in him, maybe. But, like, you really want to reestablish a point guard in three years from now when Andrew Wiggins and Carl Towns are in their quote-unquote prime or close to their prime? Like, I don't know. know. It's just a train wreck. It doesn't make sense. It's a train wreck. It's a mess. That whole place is a nightmare, man. It's a – no, it's just – I think but time out. Think who's gonna crazy. pick up? Who's gonna pick up Jeff Teague's contract? Are you? If you're a team, you no. gonna pay him nineteen million dollars a year? No. Exactly. That's that's the problem with some of these contracts too. But look, if you have Jimmy and you're gonna get rid of him, you better tack on some some bad contracts and and get a third team, and be like, hey, take Sacramento, take Jeff Teague. Come on. You know. What then I mean? you're gonna have Jeff Teague and you have then you have Jeff Teague slow down the growth of De'Aaron Fox. I hope not. I hope well, not. I'm just saying, if you if you send Jeff Teague to Sacramento, and I, wait, get, let, let, let's speaking of Sacramento, let's get out of out of Minnesota. Speaking of Sacramento, your little comment to that Canadian guy. Why why would you even think that you Marvin Bagley the third is going to be is like? I don't get that. I don't think. Or your De'Aaron he, I, Fox. Okay, De'Aaron like, Fox. Yeah. So so to clarify your your discussion here. I said that he he he's commented something like De'Aaron Fox. Uh, no 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 no. Sacramento fans are going to be mad that de- de- that they took De'Aaron Fox over Dennis Smith Jr. Yeah, exactly. And I said, <laughs> I don't know. It may not be as bad as Doncic or whoever at MB three over Doncic. Yeah, MB three over Doncic. But my point was not not about Doncic really. It was about just in general MB three going that high. I. I'm not trying to be rude. I don't want to throw out disrespectful tones or anything like that. I, I do get the fact that he got drafted high because not only he's young, but he, he was really good in college and everything. I get it. I am not there with him. I just don't think his style okay. and play fits a lot of NBA Mar- teams today. Mar- Marvin Bagley was up at – and I know it's, they're going to say it's a pickup game. doesn't matter. Marvin Bagley was up at UCLA before he went his senior year in high school. He was up there before he finally got to play at Sierra Canyon. 
even though they, they didn't win with them at Sierra Canyon. That team was loaded. We're not going to go into that. But Marvin Bagley was up at UCLA that summer before his senior year, and he was dominating. And LeBron and Russell Westbrook and Blake Griffin and Deion and Andre Drummond and all those guys were up there playing. And every time you talk about it, they'd be like, yo, Marvin Bagley the third is up here serving. Okay. Now, once again, look at Grayson Allen. He is eating. Okay. Eight in summer league and he's eating in the first game. He had like 15 points in like nine minutes. Okay. Um, College yep. isn't for everybody, okay? Marvin Bagley's a killer. I think that he has a lot to work on, yes, but, I mean, it's the Sacramento Kings, dude. They, I know it's the Sacramento Kings. They don't they, have it. They will never be good anymore. So, I mean, Vladi picked up Naaman Bialicha. Like, why would you do that? He I get that. Out the league, and you pay him? Like, dude, come on. So, I'm just saying, like, MB3, I mean, Darren Fox, Seattle to me is like the farm system of the, of, of, um, the NBA. They get guys yeah, and they make they a little name for themselves yeah. and they leave. You know, just like, um, I mean, Willie Cauley-Stein's probably going to leave this year, too. Um, <laughs> he's gonna, they're probably going to trade him. But they see the thing is they can't trade him to Minnesota. So, But they're probably going to trade Willie Cauley-Stein. I don't know where, <laughs> yeah. but they're going to trade him. I mean, he deserves a chance to actually get consistent minutes on a nightly basis, man. That's, no, I know. That's another but, guy that I I have question marks. Why is he not playing? You know, like Scal, Lebissier, same thing. Guys like that, to me, need to play a lot to get better. And Marvin Bagley's going to get to play a lot. And I think he will be a good NBA player. Not a, not a question mark about that. And I believe you when you're saying all the runs and all that stuff. I do. My only concern was, like, the way that he played in college, like the post-up style, like give the ball to him in the post, that sort of style is going away. And I just would be worried in today's NBA about trying to fit him into an offense. Let me put it to you like this. That's my fear. Let me put it to you like this. Everybody's saying that the big man's going away. I'm going to put it to you like this. If DeAndre Ayton – who can run it? Who can run and guard and defend? If he just stays in the post and post up and has Draymond, not Draymond Green, but has little guys on him, I'm saying in five years, are you sure he's going to win championships? You, you, you can't tell me that you don't want a seven footer right under the basket throwing him the ball and he dunks, gets fouled, and then he can hit free throws. Like I don't, I don't care about that. That saying the big man is not is quote unquote dead. Like I tweeted the other day. Because you have coaches who don't know how to teach it, to tell their point guards to pass it, and nowadays it's like if you can score in AAU, they just give you the ball, and you'll bring it up. You can do whatever you want. That's the if you're problem. A cold-blooded killer. Basketball. Players. And then that, and yeah, then yeah. guys never get taught the game because coaches, white and black, trust me, I've seen it on both on both levels. They don't hold their guys accountable. So I'm just saying, like, it's like. I get it. I get what you're saying. Like, it, it, basically, what I was trying to allude to is I am fearful of what Marvin oh, yeah. Bagley can do because I don't know if I can trust the systems that are being put in place right now. That's what I'm trying to say, especially in Sacramento, where dude Marvin Bagley's got killer face. Marvin Bagley's got the whole package. I don't have. A, I don't he, have any. Look, I don't have any. He just got to stay healthy. He's mature as hell. 
he's done, you know, he, he clearly knows what he's doing. I'm not saying he, he doesn't, he's an elite level player. Like I'm not trying to say he isn't. My only fear is a spe- a lot of these guys, not just him. Like, man, when Wendell Carter got drafted, I was like, Oh boy, I don't know the bulls. Let's see what happens there. Uh, there's a lot of people like that. I think Anthony Bennett, this is, I'll give you a good example. Anthony Bennett, <laughs> he gets drafted to a different situation. Is an entirely different career. But oh, because, yeah. But because he's drafted into the situation where it's a win now, like, screw you kind of mode, like, he just gets burnt quick and doesn't get an opportunity. Like, I, I'm not trying to say that Marvin Bagley is Anthony Bennett or vice versa, but what I am saying is, like, if you don't fit into a system or a scheme or they can't build around you in some way, shape, or form or give you the keys to the city – then it just feels like you get swept under the rug in a few years. And I don't know why that is. I don't know the like full reasoning, but I, a guy like Marvin Bagley, I just hope that Sacramento actually takes care of him, if that makes any sense. No, it does, but I just don't know how you could have ever watched him play basketball and think that he's not going to be a superstar in the next level with all that room and how guys play 60% defense till the playoffs. Now, will he make the playoffs? Probably never in the next five years, but – He's going to be getting his his. He's going to be getting filling up the Yeah, sure. But 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 what we don't put enough on emphasis. We don't put enough emphasis on is winning. Guys don't win enough. I mean, guys don't pay attention to winning, like straight up. Like Markel Fultz winning nine games and going number one is low key unheard of. But they say, oh, he's this, he's that. It's like the narrative of the media. If enough guys believe in 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 one player. Yep. They'll make sure that narrative gets pushed, and they'll make sure of it. Like, look at Luca. Look at look at uh, uh, um, like I just said his name, Markel Fultz last year. I'm not hating on Markel. He can hoop. He definitely can hoop. But I would just be like, yo, I mean, he didn't win. He won nine games, dude. Nine. Luke Kennard, man. I'm sorry. I'm just gonna go. I I know the winning on the college side is what you're trying to point out here, but I I will never get over the fact that the Detroit Pistons could have had Donovan Mitchell. And they decided to just go ahead and to pick a guy who we don't even know if he can shoot at this level. I'm sorry. I don't want to be disrespectful again. But I'm telling you, man, Donovan Mitchell, you know it from the beginning. You know that he's going to be an elite-level player. And dudes right. do not know. Right. Talked, man, I talked to him before the draft. He's like, yeah, I have no idea where I'm going. Like, no team promised him anything. No team, like – I just I couldn't believe it. I I don't I Well Utah saw something that nobody else did and Utah's reaping the benefits of that. That's Luke true. Kennard, I mean I, th- I He'll be out of the league in three years, man. Wow. I was I was tough on Luke Kennard, but damn. That's white on white crime there. Um that's that's the <laughs> white guy saying that. No, that's not that's me saying just, that. That's just me being honest. I'm sorry. It's not his fault. Like, see, look, I know these guys too well to be honest, because I don't really want to hurt feelings. But I, mean, I don't want to hurt feelings. There's Luke guys, Kennard, on the, there's Luke other really guys in the Pistons who I think. Luke Kennard was a really good college player. He'd probably be great on the Golden State Warriors. He'd probably be great on a team that really shoots from outside and knows how to utilize guys. You just but, said he can't shoot. No, are we sure we, he can shoot at this level? Is what I said. Oh, I don't know. If I don't means. know. I was not a fan of his. I wasn't a fan of his at all. I mean, nor was I. I. I just, it's not. I mean, I just wasn't a fan of his. Now, I'm a huge fan of Gordon Hayward, but I'm not a fan of Luke. I just, 
It's different. Gordon Hayward six eight with it, running the one like leading Butler all the hey, way. And he's blue collar, man. He gets back on like, defense. He actually hustles. That's like, different, really... dude. Like, yeah, he he's different. Like Luke, I mean, uh, Gordon Hayward's good no matter what color he is. I'm just yep. saying, like, like um, I don't know, like, dude, I just never saw it with Luke Kennard. Like, I just didn't. It's not. I mean, hopefully he proves me wrong. Just just like I want Luca to come out and do good. You know, everybody. Like, I, Let's but point that out. Like, point that out really quick for people that don't understand. Like when I say this, I mean it as like, prove me wrong. I I want every player to succeed. Like I'm not trying to be a downer. Right, it just exactly. looks like this is what it's going to be. I've never been a fan of his though, and um, I mean I don't know. Like I and to be honest, like rookie of the year is going to be crazy. They're going to be pushing Luca, but I think Shea Gill- Shea Gilligas Alexander wins it. Gilgis Alexander, excuse me. Like he's so. I watched him work out this whole summer. My boys' his trainer. Like I watched him work out this whole summer, and I mean, he's just like uh, crafty is the understatement for him. He's six five with it, nasty handle. Like knows how to play. Can use his body. Like super athletic. Like just and he wants to learn. He's a gym rat. Like <clears throat> he's really good. Like and that's the whole I'm thing. Like John Calipari plays him the whole year. He's the number one pick, but he had. Doesn't make any sense to me. That well, guy I mean, just continues to do whatever he wants to do with that with those teams. Right. Well, I mean, that's not even. I'm not even. That's not even. I don't even want to get started on him. <laughs> there's, there's. Oh man. Did oh. my guy Terrence Jones pretty dirty, man? Oh, yeah. I mean, he's I, dude, I, dude. Dude, like, <sighs> I'm not even going to start talking about Cal. Yeah. I'm yeah. not because there's I got too many BBN fans that. That that voted for Trump that don't that don't that see things <laughs> one way. So I'm not even trying to I'm not even trying to go there. Like they think Cal is God and he could do no wrong. It's like, dude, one championship. I know you got a million Final Fours, but dude, that thirty eight and one team should have won every game by nine million. Yeah. Okay. Like there's like you don't even see you're like Joe Torrey. When the Yankees won a bazillion World Series in the nineties, you just fall asleep in the dugout. Like, you don't even coach them. Like, oh, man. Not even see. You're getting me started. I'm not even going to go there. Great recruiter. Great guy. But that's about it. I'm not too big of a fan of his coaching. How about all this recruiting stuff? This uh, legal. Man, I was with Coach Book. I was with Coach Book in Vegas, okay? We kicked it. We went out to eat. Coach Book is my guy. Coach Book is getting – he's getting – Man, they're trying to make an example of him. Um, there's no way. Oh, the Dodgers are about to win. Okay, I'm sorry. There's no way that um, he's. Uh, there's no way from what I have seen, knowing him as long as I've known, that he was acting alone. Meaning that that there's no way that he. Other people on the staff probably didn't know what he was doing. That's all I'm saying. Um, I just think this whole thing is absurd. Can we just play players and stop with this? I mean, that's very true. And now the NCAA is doing this. You can have an agent. Crap. And yeah, like, okay, that's you can even have worse. An agent, if you can have an agent now, booking all these guys should be free. It's kind of yeah. like the legalization of marijuana. Like, you, you legalize it, now you're letting all these people out of jail. Okay. Yeah. Since you're legalizing get them getting agents, Coach Book and all them should never be tried. Like it's all a it's all a witch hunt, dude. Like, 
they're they're making a lot of it up. They're trying to get stuff to stick that really isn't there. I mean, it's to me, it's crap. It's I look at all crap. the teams that were listed. It's like, are you kidding me? You're gonna do? I all mean, this like to the NCAA already knows all this though. They already know who's doing what. They're they're not yeah. stupid, they just but they don't want to bring them down. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think that that's a problem in itself. But I think the 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 real problem here is not about this. It's about the players not getting paid or getting what they deserve. In my opinion, it's just it's absolutely insane that the NCAA can go after these guys and act like they didn't have any helping hand in it because it's been going on for years. Everybody knows it has, and they just turn their back until somebody reports something and then you're done. And, it's like, and then I, the coaches that they take in, it's like all black. And then Jim Gatto and Merle Code, it's like, and then Andy Miller is, you know, he's singing, he's telling on everybody, but it's like, Andy, you don't, you're a lawyer. What do you need to tell for? Like the guy, is, oh my God, it's just, it's just crap. To be honest with you, it's all it's crap. terrible. I, this is why I madly respect what Lamar Ball has tried to do. Thank you. Well, get all uh, your get the rest of your white media friends to talk about it because they just stopped yeah. talking about him. You since know what? He went after Goodman. I stopped. I stopped trying to defend myself against uh, Lavar and everybody else just because uh, you get a lot of interesting replies, and I just I don't I don't need more negativity. No, I know, but, and it, it got to the point where people were comparing Lavar Ball to Donald Trump, and I'm just like, yeah, well, there's two well, different sides here. Let's let's calm down. You know, right, exactly. <laughs> uh, there's one side that's actually right and doing good for some reason. It, it, you know, yes. Does he have a, you know, boisterous kind of attitude? Does he kind of come out a lot and and say a lot of stuff? Sure, but like you, you understand that that's, you know, kind of a marketing deal for him. And exactly. And in the same token, don't put that on his, on his kids. Don't put that on his family. Put that on him. Separate exactly. That's what I said. Exactly. Actually, when he was in college, that was the most incredible part. I'm watching this kid, Lonzo, quiet, doesn't really say too much, just whatever, kind of being perched up into this position of like, he's supposed to talk, he's supposed to say things, he's supposed to be like his dad. And I think the best thing you can say about it is just like separate these two entities. They're two different people. Yet they're in the same family, and if you can't separate them, then I don't want to. I don't want to talk to you because you don't exactly. understand. Exactly. But there are people who hate Levar Ball who've never met him. Why He's don't a you really like- good dude. He's genuinely one of the nicest people. He he literally went up to me and shook my hand and said, "Hey, what's up?" Like, I don't know him. He doesn't know me. But the fact that he was just willing to do that and be nice, like that that goes a long ways, man. And like for whatever anybody else has said. I, I think he's a genuinely good dude, and I think a lot of media members put him in the wrong light. And then, not only that, the Lakers haven't really done much of a, a service for him either. Um, I just, I just think the whole, yeah, I think it's very overblown. I mean, I, I don't know about that. I would go to Laker games, and he'd have a run of the show, and then they put out that stupid thing about he can't. Dude, this man was like, point. people were waiting for him after the game to take pictures and sign yeah. autographs and everything, and the Lakers got mad. Like, why? Like, dude, you're Let LA. him do what he wants to do. Exactly. Like, that's my whole thing. So, it's just like, it's just crazy. Like, it really is, dude. It's just it's just crazy. Shows it's, how it's, our world is, man. Well, I mean, exactly. Look who the president is. Yeah. You know? Doesn't help at all. Doesn't exactly. help at all. This Kavanaugh thing, I just have to touch on it really quickly because I think it's disgusting and hideous and just 
embarrassing on top of already what's embarrassing. But the fact, the fact that there are people who literally are allowing this to take place, like that Democrat who decided to vote for it. Uh, he got I'm, bought. It's just sick, man. It, at what point do you just, as a country, say, like, screw you? Like, like please, get this Dude, whole thing out of here. Like, I don't America, understand. The it's, land of the uneducated and the land of the, the God-fearing news watchers. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. It's like, you got these people, like, it's, it, and then you got women who are like, it, uh, it's, it's sickening. I don't even understand. Like, it's. Look, here's the situation. Here's my problem with it. And this is, this is what it comes down to. People say like, oh, well, he was accused of it. So you don't know if he actually did it. Man, get out of yes. here. Yes. I, I understand what you're trying to say here. And I, I, I will play both sides of that coin. I understand that. But when you've been accused of it multiple times and you're going for a position which requires a lot of accountability and you're there for life, you need to be held to a higher standard. There's Thank no you. way. There's no way you should even be in the running. There, there, there's got to be a rule in place that says that you can't do that. Like that to me is insane. Oh. And the fact that a guy who knelt after asking a veteran what he should and shouldn't do to pay respects to the flag by also, you know, showing light to sides that people need to see in this country. And now he doesn't even have a job and can't get one is beyond me. Like that shows exactly the state of the country right now. No, exactly. Exactly. They, and, and, and Colin Kaepernick is a dog whistle, but look at Nike. They put him at the face of their company and now their co- their stock is shot up by everybody like Fran for or like, Oh God, I'm so happy. Like, dude, he should never work in basketball again. That look, that that's that's just like he's basically saying I'm racist. That's basically what he said. Like, I'm racist. So I'm not even trying to like like hear that. Like, this whole like, I don't know, dude. The GOP stands for Grand Old Party, okay, with O L apostrophe. And it's just yep. like, do you really think that they the Grand Old the Grand Old Party? That sounds a lot like you know the Grand High Wizard. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like. That sounds a lot like, you know, the white power kind of stuff. So to me, it's just like, that's just like, I don't know, man. It's just, it's just bad. And the, they, they seem to not care about anything but power. They don't give a fuck. They don't give a fuck who's, in, who's, who it is. As long as he's Republican, they're going to fight for him. Like, and- that is the disingenuous part. I actually know a Republican, a woman Republican is on my Facebook page. I'm not going to name names or anything, but it was on my Facebook page. And she literally said, if this is what this country is about now, where we just have to toot the horn of whatever political party we're a part of, and we can't, you know, choose based on values and morals and ethics, and we just have to choose the party that we're assigned with, then there's a, a serious flaw in this country, like to the point of no return. And she was disgusted right. that he was even able to run, let alone win. Which it it just I can't I don't know and then you 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 go on to the Nike thing here. Do you think this Nike thing like do you think they're getting a little bit too much love? Because I'm at the point where I almost feel like they're getting a little bit too much love from people who really don't understand that 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 you know Nike for the most part uh, is a Republican. And most companies that are corporate, you know, that receive tax cuts and things like that, 
uh, are in the benefit or are do vote for Republican parties in certain circumstances and areas. And I just feel like that whole ploy was to get both sides. Right. Well, I, I don't want to assume and I don't want to sound disingenuous by saying this, but to me, putting somebody in front of it like Kaepernick and saying we stand for this, stand for this when in actuality you have voted for certain people that are in positions of power that are now people that are you know discrediting or getting rid of or hating on Kaepernick I don't know man it, it, to me I, I just want to pump the brakes a little bit on the Nike love because I do feel like they did a good thing sure but I also feel like the company is oh. It has people at high up that are voting for Republicans. Okay, all well, the time. anything as long as it brings you money, Republicans don't care. They're soulless, so they don't care. And Colin Kaepernick is bringing them money, so they don't care. That's my point. It was smart. It was a really yeah. smart marketing tool, in my opinion. I, I don't, don't really care. want to give them too much. And credit, the people though. who are doing the marketing behind it, they're behind. They, that's that's how they want Nike to be. The ones who are doing the marketing for it and. And like pumping up Colin Kaepernick, and you know, you know, like they're the ones who want Nike to be that yep. way. But they, they, they who believe in it. You know, Phil Knight's yep. name is on their checks too, and it's like they can't go to Phil Knight and be like, "You got to stop being a Republican." Phil Knight's like, "Man, Donald Trump saved me one point three billion dollars last year." You a know what I'm saying? You know, so it's just like, yeah, like Repub- those kind of Republicans, they don't care about anything else but what how much money are you going to save me because we take care of each other why you think in the republican national convention before yeah. uh cheeto got into office like like w george w bush had like bill gates and and i mean like you name him ted turner like he had all the billionaires at the republican national convention you know you know so i'm just saying it's like 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 obama yeah. had like george clooney and people like that had actors but then like um the Republicans had like owners, you know, it was the people who own the movie studios that George Clooney works for people like that. So <clears throat> that's what people need to understand. It's like, it's more of a wealth thing. Like they're voting Republican because they know Republicans will, will make tax breaks for everybody, for all Republicans. Cause yep. all Republicans pretty much yeah. own the companies. Oh no. Kenley. Oh no. <sighs> Sorry. I'm watching the Dodger game. Kenley Jansen gave a home run first pitch. Um, so I'm just trying to say like, um, I get it. I get it from both. I get it from both angles. I see what you're saying. That's all. It may and, just be a financial board, thing and not, nece- not necessarily about political views. Maybe they, they feel the same as what they're standing by. And that's great. If that's the case, I wouldn't be shocked if Phil Knight's sitting there and saying, yeah, I, I stand with Kaepernick. This is ridiculous. Right. I wouldn't be surprised. Um, but deep down, just the idea that it is for money and not necessarily totally for the cause kind of puts me in a weird, I don't know. It, it right. doesn't really sit super well for me. Uh, some people just made it seem like it was just the best thing that any company right. has ever done. Um, and I just don't, I'm not really sure about that. It's, it's very similar to me. I look at that very similarly to what the NFL does with their breast cancer awareness thing, where like 5% of the Jersey proceeds actually right. get a breast cancer and the rest just go to them. Right. That's exactly how I feel about it. Like, good for you. You're helping somebody out. But like at the same time, 
you could have easily amped that percentage up. You're, you're the biggest company in the world, basically, uh, in terms of sports. Like, come on. But, I mean, whatever. To each his own. I don't want to disagree too much. Like I said, I appreciate what they did. I think it's great marketing. I think that's the number one and most important thing about that lesson learned, I guess you could say, is that the marketing was terrific. You know, getting behind Serena and Cap and all those other people. I think it's good. I Overall, I do think it's good. And I think it did bring awareness to something that needed to be brought to the forefront. But the fact that he still doesn't have a job, that doesn't no, I know. anything, unfortunately. But like, the thing is this. That's, Nike that's, figured that's out the part that... that still pisses me off. I'm I'm watching NFL. I'm watching NFL on freaking Sundays, and I see a guy throw, you know, three or four interceptions in a game, and I'm sitting there like, all right, so I can watch this guy, but the fact that Kaepernick knelt is the reason that he can't play in the NFL. Yeah, but like, when he wins absurd. his collusion case and he sues the NFL for a few hundred million dollars, that's gonna, that's, yeah, yeah, that's he's back be, in the league that, quick. You want to hear a conspiracy uh, theory really quick before we leave? I got a conspiracy theory. They signed the Carolina Panthers signed Eric Reed because the NFL told them that they needed to make this collusion case go away and signing Eric Reed, even though while the collusion case has already been, you know, put into court, it makes their case better. They can say, oh, well, Eric Reed dealt with them. Right. He's in the NFL now. So while we can all celebrate and cheer and we can do all this stuff. I think there may be an ulterior motive behind it, which is really disgusting. And, and actually, well, I wouldn't be surprised. In the NFL. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised at all. Anything with the NFL, right? Anything. Not for long. Can't trust them. Well, it was good. Yep. We finally did it. I think this recording turned out well. Well, you didn't interview me and, like you did uh, last time. You talked Maybe we do me. another one. I said, you didn't interview me like you did last yeah. time. You talked to me. Yeah, yeah, made it more conversational. Yeah, good job, Oliver Maroney. Good job on you. Me from higher Good learning. Good job on you. <laughs>